Amen. Okay. Um, as you can see on the screen, this is about the vision for 2006-2007. And I just want to give you a bit of background here. Some of you will remember that I said during the summer we were going to meet, for those who wanted to, at 6 o'clock on Thursday evenings, and just to pray and seek God's face. Well, some of us did. It was actually mostly ex-students, but there you go. And as we were praying, I felt God say that actually knowing what we believe and knowing how to communicate and share what we believe is the big thing for the year. And I thought, nah. I then went for a whole 24 hours to Soul Survivor, which is a Christian camp, which is a bit like other Christian camps, except this one's called Soul Survivor. And while I was there, there was a guy called J. John. Now, I don't normally advertise other people's churches, but this Sunday night, J. John is speaking at St. John's Church, West Eden, in Mattock Lane. And if you aren't doing anything else, I recommend you be there at 6.30, because he is a dynamic speaker, even if he does sound ridiculous. Go along and find out. Dynamic means he is a speaker that really engages you. You feel, my goodness, this is just fantastic stuff. I want to hear more, etc., etc. 6.30, Sunday evenings, John's Church, Matic Lane. I'm not asking you to become a member of the church. I'm just asking you, if you've got nothing else to do, go and listen to this guy because it's powerful stuff. At the end of his talk, he said, anyone here want to give their lives to God and... 300 people went forward, which is exciting, but, you know, that's what you expect from an evangelist. But after that, and this is the bit that blew me away, he farted, no, after that, <laughs> Mike Pilavachi, who was leading the camp, stood up and said, I think that there might be one or two of you here who feel that God has called you to be a full-time evangelist and to go around standing on stages and sharing the gospel with people. I'm not talking to people who just want to talk to their mates about God or tell people in the street. I just want to talk to people who are really committed to being full-time evangelists. I think there might be two people here or three people here. That's what God was telling him. Well, he was slightly wrong because there were 200 or 300 who just came forward and said, I want to be a full-time evangelist. And I thought, hmm, maybe God is saying I should share about how to do this with TFG. But no, not enough, not enough convinced yet. I then met one of our ex-students, a guy called John Bateman, who had just returned from being an, uh, an evangelist for three weeks in South Africa. And the first thing he said to me was, Jeff, you ought to teach TFG what the gospel is and how to share it. And I thought, uh-oh, three strikes and you're out. Maybe God is getting through to me that we want to talk about knowing what the gospel is and sharing the gospel. So I thought, right, okay, Friday lunchtimes, we're going to do that. And I'm going to split it down into two things. One bit called knowing the gospel, and the other bit called... Oh, well, good, we're good. And I've split both of those down into three things to make it easy. So knowing the gospel starts with this word, which is truth. Now, each of my words are shorter than reflectiveness, reciprocity, and other words I can't remember. Because those are silly, long words. But these are nice, easy, truth, easy words. And the first one 
and we're going to have visiting speakers, we're going to have all sorts of people over the summer, over, not the summer, over the autumn, talking us through. The first one is truth. And I believe the following is what we need to know. The gospel is truth. But if we don't know what the gospel is, that doesn't mean much. God is true. The Bible is true. Jesus is true. Big statements in the Bible that people doubt are true. For instance, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. But Jesus is unique. He is the only man who was ever like him. Because he is God and he is man. And no one else was ever God and man together. And he is unique. That the Christian faith is true. And that there is evidence to show it and prove it as well. Amen. Truth. But you know, some of us don't really know that for sure. Some of us think, well, yeah, I'm a Christian because I think it's right. But there's other things I think might be right too. Like Spider-Man. Or something like that. And actually... The Christian faith is truth, and the football match is over, and Aglumby's won, and <laughs> the Christian faith is truth, and knowing that, and knowing that other things aren't true, tell me anything else that is, some people believe to be true, but isn't true. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I was thinking more things that people live their lives by. Luke. Superman. Yes. I was thinking of things like some people think that atheism is true. Matthew. Well, lots of people put down to their faith in the recent census. Five years ago. Jedi. Yes, that was the recent census five years ago. Yes. Some people believe the Divinity Trade is true. But the truth is, what we have is true. So the first word I want you to remember is truth. The second word is that we need to be followers. We need to follow. Because Jesus said, it's not enough, it's not enough for you to believe in me. You've got to follow me as well. It's not enough for you just to think, I believe in Jesus, you've got to say, I know what Jesus tells me to do. So, he has to be obeyed. Tell me something that he wants us to obey him in. Matt. Do not murder. Do not commit murder. Philip. Luke. Do not commit upholstery. Not upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> do not commit upholstery. Yes. So far, so good. Do not commit adultery, my friend. Yes. Huh? Do not steal. Do not worship any other god. Sorry. Can we have quiet in the room, please? Upholstery is what you put on a sofa. Or a right, sorry. Do not take drugs. Philip. It does. Uh, Elliot, either sit down or leave. So, well, do it sensibly. Philip. You should respect your parents. 
Um, in terms of not taking drugs and not getting really badly drunk, it does say that I think somewhere that you shouldn't be under the influence of anything, like if you're very heavily drunk. Thank you. Now, I don't want to go through a whole long list of them, but those things, as Matthew has just pointed out, and that one included, might not be in the Ten Commandments, but it is in the Bible. There are things that God says you've got to obey. Yes, Charlie. You shouldn't swear or blaspheme. That's enough. Just because we want to move on. Focus. Thank you. And the point is, you can't just go up to someone and say, hey, God is true, believe in Jesus, and then you're saved. Because that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, hey, God is true, believe in Jesus and obey him and follow him. And that's what it's going to take. So one of the things we're going to look at as we look at this word follow is what it is he wants us to be believing. But you know, that's not enough either because there are some people who think that the Bible is truth and who obey the things in it but they are, the Bible says, dead. They're not alive. Jesus said, some people will call me Lord and I'll say, I never knew you. Because the final word in the first half is this word. Grow. And it starts with the Bible saying, you must be born again. And a guy called Nicodemus said, what? Have I got to climb back inside my mother and come out again? (laughs) And Jesus said, "Uh, no, actually. That's not quite what I mean. Look. Well, exactly. It is a misunderstanding of the phrase, you must be born again. Because what Jesus said was, what Jesus said was, okay, that image can now rest, thank you. What Jesus... Guys? What Jesus said was, it's not about being physically born, it's about being spiritually born. And that you have to have a point where you say, I give my life to God, I'm going to become a follower. And then the Bible says the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside us, and we begin to grow, and we begin to change in a spiritual sense. And looking back over my life, in 2007, physically, I will be 50 years old. Spiritually... Spiritually, I will be about 38 because I was about 12 when I said I want God to come into my life. And looking back over those 38 years, I can see that God has changed me and moved in me and changed my thinking and I have grown as I've developed a relationship with him. And that's what it talks about. It's saying, it isn't just about a religious thing. It's not about a whole list of do's and don'ts. Don't take drugs, do go to church. It's about obeying God because you come into a relationship with him and you love him. And I don't know if you've seen older brothers and sisters or cousins or uncles or people like that who suddenly fall in love with someone and how it changes them. And how they become different to the people they were before. And there's been a number of things like that happening in TFG over the summer. Well, there's been one wedding and two engagements amongst older members of TFG. 
Ruth Pambakian got married, David Pambakian and John Dixon got engaged, but not to each other. <laughs> right. Um, and those people have changed once they came into relationship with their partners. So we have to grow into relationship with God. Now as we go through this half term, we're going to particularly look at those three things and the idea of knowing the gospel. T, truth. F, follow. G, grow. Now, I have... I have also... Okay, quiet down. I have also split up the knowing the gospel was the first bit. Can we not play with the chair, please? I've also split up the sharing the gospel. And I've got three letter headings for these as well. So you can guess what they are. Sorry? Flipping that. You didn't just guess the letters. You got the order right as well. Now, the first one for sharing the gospel is this. Can we all settle down, please? As we think about how we share the gospel, the first word is think. And you might think, hang on a minute, how is my thinking going to share the gospel if I am only thinking? But the actual answer is, are we thinking about the way we live and the way we behave? Because the first thing people look at when they look at us and they know we're Christians is, does it make a difference to their life? When I was your age, there was a song we sang, I'm not going to sing it because it would be appalling, but the words went, they are watching you, Mark, seeing all you do, hearing the things you say, let them see the Saviour as he lives in you, let his love control you day by day. And people look at us as Christians and they say, is that person's life different because they say they follow Jesus? Or are they just as hateful? Do they get their revenge? Are they selfish? Are they just after themselves? Or are they saying they are significantly different like they claim they ought to be? Are they just hypocrites or is it real for them? And if you are wanting to follow God and share him with your friends, the first thing is to think, does my lifestyle reflect what I say I believe? The second word is a double word because I didn't decide which one of these two was the better one. The second one is full flow. Because anyone can live a good life. You don't need to be a Christian. You can be a humanist and you can say, I'm going to put other people first. That's not enough. The second thing is, if we have given our life to Jesus and the Holy Spirit's come to live inside us, we need to be full of the Holy Spirit and let him flow through us. And this is the thing I really feel God is wanting to challenge TFG about. That we've got to become people who are prepared to say, God is so important to me, I'm going to bring him into my daily activities and life with other people. So using words like using words when we're talking to people about when someone's told you something is to say something like I'm going to pray for you. Or even more powerful can we just stop right where we are in the playground? You've just told me you've got a problem. Can I just pray for you right now? And just to say I'm full of the Holy Spirit I know he's there 
let him flow through me so that I can bring him into other people's lives. That you can't do if you're a humanist, if you just want to live a good life. But actually be the channel through which God connects with the people around us is a powerful way of sharing the gospel. So we've thought, we've allowed the Holy Spirit to flow through us. Can anyone guess what the G word is? Grow. Nope, that was before. Nope. <laughs> the one thing we haven't done yet, and most the thing that you normally think about when you say, oh, I've got to tell someone the gospel, is... Not quite gabble. Wait, wait, you think about it. Gamble. Gossip. Gossip. Tell the gospel. Don't be afraid of chatting about God with your mates. Don't be afraid about chatting about God with your friends. Be ready to talk. And that might be something simple, like changing some of your natural reactions. When someone says, how are you, don't just say, all right. How about saying something like, Hallelujah, I am blessed and highly favoured and ready for the second coming of the Lord and Saviour. How about you? No, I'm joking. But how about saying something a little bit more like, I'm fine, I'm in God's care, or God's looking after me, or something like that. Just bringing God into your normal conversation. Elliot. I just want to guess, if you're waiting and someone asks you, why are you waiting? Say, I'm waiting for Lord God to come. You could say that. But bringing God into your general conversation. So, it is important that we really know the Gospel so that we know we are God's people. It's secondly important that we know how to share it. And as I say, I'm inviting some people to come and talk on those headings as we go through this term. These meetings, 1.40 on Friday. If you miss it, it will be on, it will be podcast by the end of the following weekend, either iTunes Music Store or tfg.org.uk. You will be able to find these podcasts. And secondly, one notice I forgot to give so far this week is that we are going to have a prayer meeting in the hall on Tuesday the 26th of September from 3.30 to 4.30 to pray for our school. This is being recorded. Every word you say is being recorded. Right now. Hello. Hi, Mom. Hello. Okay. So, 3.30 to 4.30 in the main hall. We'll end the podcast there. Goodbye.